Hey, this is the Man Fuse Podcast. I'm Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Ben H., real estate mogul. Making it happen. Crooner. And I think we're going to add rapper to your resume by the end of this podcast, I have a feeling. Today we're going to talk about people I want to punch in the throat, and we're also going to talk about secret side hustles. Maybe you've had one. But first, let's talk about people. There are some good people in the world, people that contribute to society, who make a difference for those in need. And then there are the people I want to punch in the throat. And Ben, I believe you just had a run in with one. Recreate the story that brought up this topic of decency, people I want to punch in the throat. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people? Dude, I'm good for a handshake deal, man. Like, my word is my bond. If I say I'm going to do something, even if it's to my own detriment, I do it. You know what I mean? And I was on the way to the lake to go uh, spend a few hours on my boat. Had a little break during the day. And I like to go out there and, and, and get out on the water for some peace. Anyways, there was some construction on the two-lane road that's on their way to the marina. It was a 500-yard line of just slow-moving bumper-to-bumper traffic. So I'm sitting in my truck. I got a Ford Raptor. It's got nice tires and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of high up, but it's got a Baja bumper. So it has these little things that are sticking out the front. Well, I feel some resistance and I didn't realize I was moving, and I didn't even hit the guy. I just kind of pressed up against the back of his car and pushed him forward a little bit, right? So I was like, oh, man. But, you know, I, it was my fault, man. So I jump out of the truck. Guy jumps out of his car. Cool guy. Nice guy. We look at his truck, his bumper. We look at my truck. I was like, well, dude, I don't have any damage, and doesn't look like you do either. And to be honest, man, it was an older car. You know, it wasn't a brand-new car. And he was like, well, actually, that dent right there wasn't there before. And I was like, all right. So I look at my bumper and I see how my bumper could have pushed it, his car in that particular place. Just a dent. I mean, I, I mean, I literally just nudged him. You know what I'm saying? There was no contact. It was going so slow. You got a big truck, but I have a big truck. And so it's reasonable to consider that, that, that would, that would do that. So anyways, um, he was like, hey, you want to just pull over? My house is right up here around the corner. I was like, we can, man, or I can just give you my business card. And he was like, well, are you going to answer your phone? And I said, yeah, I'll answer my phone. I said, dude, I'll take care of this, man. I mean, you know, I'm sorry. It's my bad. I'll do the right thing. I'll make sure it's fixed. And he said, well, listen, I'd like to make sure that we keep this out of insurance if possible. He said that on the spot. He said it on the spot. And I said, hey, if but possible, why? that's fine. If possible, I'm, I'm open to that. But why? So then. Because well, it goes on your insurance if it was your fault. Yeah. And even whether you have a police report or not. It's not going to affect his insurance. Well, one of the reasons is that once the insurance fixes his car, now his car is going to register as having been in an accident. So that's one reason why the owner of the car would want to keep it. And I understand that. I'm sympathetic to that. And so I would be willing to pay, you know, my deductible plus to help him out. You know what I mean? On that on that sense. So in my mind, I'm looking at that denim going, it's a thousand bucks. It's just cost me a thousand bucks. Right. So I'm ready to write him a check or bring him cash for a thousand bucks. Well, literally, bro, a month and a half goes by and I don't hear from this guy. Out of the blue, I get a text message from him, like all aggressive, like, hey, you know, I hope you're going to do the right thing here and all this other shit. And oh, by the way, here's a paint. Here's a quote from Mako that's ranging from twenty two hundred to thirty six hundred dollars. 
to repair my trunk. Why don't you go ahead and send me a Venmo? I mean, <laughs> just just like out of the blue. No, hey, what's up? Good Nothing. morning. No, no good, morning. good morning. No, none of that. See, and, uh, this is where, may I interrupt? This is where I feel like I'm a decent person and I would honor the same thing. But yeah. my decency would have faded after the two week mark. It doesn't take much to go get a quote right. from a fucking body shop. Right. And if this was important to you, because you don't even know what that motherfucker could have done to the car in between That's right. to raise the price. And the fact that he's hitting you with a Venmo request. Yes. Fuck you, dude. You you wanted me to step up? You should have gotten me two weeks, three weeks, maybe. When's the expiration on that? A year down the road? Hey, remember me? Yeah. I'm back, motherfucker. I don't know, but, you know, my response to him was, so you're telling me it's going to cost 2200 to $3,600 to repair a dent in your trunk. And, I mean, this is like a 2005 Audi S4. We're not talking about a paint scratch. There's no... There's no scratch. They'll, it's they'll an old car. They can pop up the dent. They can pop the dent anyway. 200 bucks. I said, are you bucks. telling me that that's what it's going to cost? And, by the way... How much do you feel that I need to Venmo you to settle this? And he said, just send me $2,500. If it's more or less, I'll let you know and we can settle up then. To which I replied, that's a little more than I was anticipating for the damage cost. However, I gave you my word that I was going to do the right thing and ensure the damage I caused to your automobile is properly repaired. Therefore... I'm going to create a three-way text and connect you with my insurance agent who's going to process a claim and make sure that your car is repaired properly. Yeah, you're not getting cash, dickhead. To which he just freaked out. Oh, my God, this is absurd. I can't believe this. This is what I get for trusting people. I should never have trusted someone I don't know. That's my fault. This is bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Just got offloads on me, dude. Now, is this through text or on the phone? Text. Of course. He don't want to see me in person. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. Motherfucker, what planet are you on? So I responded. I said, let me tell you something, man. Don't hit me with the trust bullshit. I told you I was going to handle it, and I'm handling it. I'm prepared to send you $1,000, but you've got to confirm that, that we're done. Otherwise, I will connect you with my insurance guy. He can get your rental car. He can make sure the the repairs done, all that stuff. You don't even have to call your insurance company. And he still bitched. If it's the trunk that got dented, that's not like frame damage to like the hood. Dude, like, dude. It was like, I mean, it was like you you leaned up inches. against the car hard with your palm and you put a dent in it. Correct, like that. Yes, pop it out. Pop the dent. Anyway, he's talking about getting his trunk replaced and all this. I'm like, bro, let me tell you something. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm not an open check, bro. I'm not just an open checkbook. The other thing, so I call my insurance guy and he goes, Ben, I got to tell you something. It's a good thing you never sent him any money because here's the thing. If you did send him money, then basically you're committing to go around the insurance company And therefore, if the guy comes back with more bullshit, the insurance company isn't going to cover you because of the fact that you already sent him money. Meaning 
if he says, oh, I got whiplash. Oh, the trunk has to be replaced now. Now it's five grand. I need another 2,500. I need surgery on my neck because you bumped me. I was looking to the side and I have whiplash. I can't sleep at night. My quality of life sucks. Don't fucking take my kindness for weakness, motherfucker. Straight up. <laughs> Like, don't ever take my kind. I'm a really kind person because I care about people. I care about people, and I want to do the right thing by everybody, bro. But I'm telling you right now, I'm so tired of motherfuckers taking my kindness for weakness, dude. I've had it. I've fucking had it, dude. You heard it right here. He is not taking that shit no more. At all. <laughs> I'm done, dude. I'm done with these motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, it sucks, dude. It sucks out they there. They see me out there. They They're see like, me rolling. They see me rolling. <laughs> they hating. <laughs> Catch me riding dirty. Dude, they see me rolling out there and they're like, oh, this motherfucker's a payday. Meal ticket. Meal ticket, bitch. <laughs> Baby daddy. Nope. <laughs> Hate it for you, motherfucker. I got an attorney on freaking staff. I got a fucking CPA on staff. I'm covered, bro. If somebody wants to bring fucking smoke, I can handle the smoke all fucking day. But I'd rather just go off of a handshake deal. Yeah, I but mean, don't like, take my fucking kindness for weakness, man. See, me, I would have handled it differently. Yeah, because I would have told, and and that's fine. You're a good man. Maybe I am not as good of a man. Because I wouldn't say you're not as good of a man. We just have different ideas of how we well, handle things. Well, I, I would have given bad. if I gave him my word. Yeah, and I might not have clarified, but my word would have been good. Two weeks, three weeks, month and a half later, you come at me, fuck you. You didn't get a police report. Sorry, maybe you should have called the cops. Right. Then it would have been official. You're going to hit me fucking with that bullshit? Dude, he could have fucking rear-ended, fucking backed up into something. You know, man, I'm in this world. You know, I don't get a paycheck, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm just in this world where it's just, it's it's just a vicious world, man. And 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 things happen almost in a divine way things come together for me in a way which which is like which is like god you know what i'm saying it's like things... the it's like the environment the atmosphere the fucking world order just yeah. always in motion and it just opens doors closes yes. doors and so i, get I believe that my energy i affect other people I feel that the way in which I affect other people creates karma for me. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I totally In do. my future dealings with other people. Right. And the way that people deal with me. So I always want to try to be on the highest possible level of... Decency. Yeah. Decency of your, integrity. Your word is your bond. Like, like I, the highest fucking possible level that I can imagine. That's what I'm going for. That's me. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, this guy, I did exactly what I said I would do for this guy. And he still acted like a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand the guy may have wanted some cash or whatever the case may be. I'm cool with that, bro. You don't have to fucking take the check that you get from the insurance company. And fix to it. To the fucking paint shop. No, you can take it. And you can take the money and go, bro. But guess what? That's it. And now the way you approached me, you ain't getting a Venmo from me, player. Right. I don't trust you. Yeah, fuck no. He's just like- I don't like, trust you. As soon as you took the bait on that, or he'd be like, got him. Yep. And he's probably played this card before. Well, and I gave him my business card, bro. 
I do a lot of deals. You got a big truck. The guy looked me up online. He sees what I got going on. And don't forget <laughs> your your 24 karat gold truck nuts off the back of your truck. I mean, that is like a sign. Hey, hey, I'm doing well, motherfucker. You see these gold no, those truck are actually nuts? brass balls. Uh, oh, okay. Brass you know what balls. it takes to sell real estate? Brass. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. <laughs> That's right. And buy those nuts on the back. <laughs> That's awesome. Which I don't have, by the way, but I do like the brass balls. I hey, why, why, hey, theater of the mind, man. Theater you, of the mind. You, we no, As far as the man-fused audience is concerned, I have gold nuts hanging, hanging from, off the back of my truck. They're dragging the pavement so that they create sparks as I drive. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what is that? I can't see in front of me. I can't see from the sparks coming off those nuts. <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry. We're going to have to uh, ask you to raise the nuts a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> causing a hazard. <laughs> you just ran over some gasoline. This caused... beautiful lady just ran off the road. She was so impressed. <laughs> That's right. It's like uh, the briefcase on Pulp Fiction where yeah. they open it up and it's just, you don't know what's in it. It's just yeah. that light. Yeah. That's what comes off of your nuts. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly your, right. Your truck nuts. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking funny, dude. That is funny. People fucking suck. A good portion of them. Not everybody treat people right. Yeah. I mean, we're in such a sue happy. Yeah. Oh, I burnt myself. I'm going to sue everybody. The, every people are just, I mean, if you do that, you're just asking for karma's giant fucking cock to come fuck you. Or later slap on. you in the face. Yeah. I mean, and no one wants to get beaten in the face with a giant cock. Well, the thing, well, well I don't know about no one. Then, but, um, so but maybe I don't. I don't. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Man Fused Podcast, the hosts here do not want that. No. So if you ever see us out in public. But if you do, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, maybe there's another situation that you don't want to be in. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not judging. I, I think it's important that everybody has a fallback position. You need protection. In this world, especially the further you get in, the older you get, the more successful you get, the more assets you accumulate, you need protection. You need to have an attorney on call. You need a, an accountant on call. You need these things. You need. You need these people. You need an umbrella policy. You need insurance. <laughs> yeah, you need all these things because it doesn't matter if you're trying to do the right thing. There's a lot of people out there that only care about themselves, man. And they're looking for a free meal ticket. And most of them are dealing with the results of how they've treated other people. And that's why they're so fucking pissed off in life. Right. Because, because nothing seems to be happening well for them. Well, I wonder why, motherfucker. They get bumped one day and they're like, ah, Ooh, free meal ticket. Here it is. If they were in a better position in their life, they wouldn't fucking do that. No. Dude, did you see that video of Bruce Lee when he was playing ping pong? I think that's fake. Dude, I don't know if it's, it's fake or not, ass, but that but I, shit's cr How do you fake that? Dude, with the nunchucks? Yes. Dude, I've seen it, and I was shocked and in awe, but then I There's like, no way to fake that, though. I mean, the guy literally swung it perfect to hit the ping pong ball. You talking about when he's like, just... Yeah, he's hitting the ping pong ball he's with like the nunchucks. He's like Forrest fucking Gump. It's unbelievable. I just don't... I think at the time when I first saw it and I was just as amazed and shocked as yeah. you are, Yeah, I think I Googled it and they were like, oh, it's like people were saying it was a fake. Well, I just want to pretend it's real. 
What yeah, if you it's can. Not? Yeah, you can. I mean, dude, because that shit's badass. Actually, that wasn't his nunchucks. That was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Now that would be impressive. That sir. would be incredible. Yeah. What? What the fuck is he? Damn. <laughs> that ping pong ball is just fucking running for its life. If that was the case, he'd probably have a problem getting a girlfriend. There are girls that do like donkey shows. That's true. Who want that fucking? They want that donkey D. That telephone pole. They want that pole. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk about secret side hustles. Yeah. Have you ever had one, Ben? Secret side hustle? Well, it can only be, and I was thinking about this in depth. I mean, it can't be somebody's going to know about it. So, but I'm saying to the average, like me, I've always been a side hustle guy. I've yeah. always... I come upon things that yeah, just land are, in my sure. lap. Dude, you are the king of side hustles. I am. And yeah. I always have been. But like to everybody around me, 99% of them would not know what I was doing. I mean, I used to be a rapper in the army. They burned my CDs and we were selling my CDs to all the troops. Secret side hustle. And uh, so that was a that was a big side hustle for me in the army because not only was I selling my CDs... I had people selling my CDs for me, but I was getting booked for shows and shit, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Say rapper. What Did you have a rap name? L-I-T. Life is temporary. It spells lit, but it was L-I-T. So people refer to you as L-I-T? Uh, yeah. As far as the CD would say L-I-T on it. Or if I was booked at a show, it'd be L-I-T. Well, if I was going to have a rap name, which I never was a rapper, I would either be Lil Pimple or, <laughs> or, or here, this one, Kid Newport. Oh, Because nice. <laughs> I used to smoke Newport. Kid Newport fits you. Yeah, right? Yeah, that'd be a good one for you. Era, era, L-I-T era. and Kid Newport. Yeah. Rock the mic, bitch. That's going to go on the Manfuse podcast. It's uh, Kid Newport and L-I-T. Yeah. Is that L dot I dot T? Parentheses. Mm-hmm. Life is temporary. Man. Well, it's interesting because actually um, my cohort brother in Costa Rica who owns the property and the facility where I've gone on spiritual journeys, which we discussed in other podcasts, is probably the most talented singer, songwriter, guitar player, drum player. He's amazing. And one time during a ceremony, I popped up and I said, keep that drum beat going and watch this. <laughs> and they kept that drum beat going, dude, and I ripped it. And yeah. they were floored. They were like, whoa. They were like, where did that come from? What? Like, what the fuck was that? Give him some more of that shit. So yeah. after, uh, so we do like a debrief at the end of the um at the end of the retreat, we do a debrief for a couple hours and just kind of talk about everything. And at the end of the debrief, he said, listen, I just want, I, I want to offer you something. If you are interested in pursuing that, I am interested in pursuing it with you. Whoa. He said, this country, my music, what we're doing here is gaining an immense amount of popularity. He said, I would love if you could take these experiences and write about these experiences that you've had and what it has done for your life. You and I could work together to come up with songs. We could come up with a sound. We could record it. Got all the equipment. All you got to do is show up. And so I'm working right now to figure out when I'm going down there to sit with him for a week 
Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. So you are a crooner. I was calling you a crooner, and I mean, truly. <laughs> I don't <laughs> sing well, but I'm really good at the rap thing. You know, ever since I was 13 years old, rap music, actually since I was in second grade, dude. It was MC Hammer. It was Vanilla Ice. When I was in sixth grade, my parents got a fucking Wu-Tang Clan album from the Billboard. Oh, male man. shit. Just loved rap music, man. It's always been my favorite kind of music. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I, I just took to that. Yeah, I had... Um... I think my first rap album was uh, Two Live Crew. Yeah, that was the shit. <laughs> so, you know, funny story. I know we're getting off sidetrack side Easy E? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. We were on our way to Florida. I was in the back of my dad's minivan. We're going to see my grandparents who live there. I had just purchased Move Something from Two Live Crew, that album. This is, I purchased it at a place that used to be big. It was called uh, Coconuts. Yeah. Okay, so coconuts, and then there was turtles. This was back in the day, my day anyway. And I remember jamming to fucking Two Life Crew. You know, pop, that pussy, pop, pop, that pussy. (laughs) You know, the whole way down, I got my headphones on. Uncle Lou! Yeah, for real. We get to my grandparents' house. I got my Walkman. It's a tape, right? I got my yellow Sony Walkman. Did you ever take it in the water, by the way? Fuck no. Who did? I don't know. Who was like, let me jump in the pool and... Listen to my Walkman. It'd be like uh, it'd be like <laughs> having like a Pyrex glass bowl that's yeah. like oh it's indestructible, yeah. and you throw it on the ground. Um, no, I don't I even know if they were really waterproof. Yeah, I mean they they sealed up pretty yeah. good. I mean yeah. you had to like pry that motherfucker apart. Yeah, you pulled true. the little tab down. It was like <laughs> those were the shit though. I could they never were. get one. They were too expensive. I think they're like fifty bucks. So I remember going into the kitchen, my grandmother's kitchen, and I had my Walkman. Yeah, and I just set it down on the kitchen table to yeah. grab some food. And my dad comes and sits down and puts on the headphones and presses play. Nice. The shock on his face. He was one of the people that probably just lit up the people who worked at Coconuts. You sold this to my son. Then next thing you know, parental advisory was on everything. It was probably from you, from your dad. (laughs) Yeah. He took it all the way to the top of the music industry. Everyone blame me. Why is it that our parents' generation cannot accept rap music? Even today, they always have something to say. And it's so weird to me because That's not music. I like all music. Me I too. like country music. I like all kinds of fucking crazy music. I mean, literally, you I don't think you can show me a music that I can't find a song that I like. You like polka? Sure. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a polka song that jams out. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just listening for something that sounds good. Right. I don't care who the people are or what the, but bro. My parents' generation yeah, my dad cannot the same. fucking stand rap, and I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. It's, it's beautiful. It's awesome. It's fucking kick-ass. Well, because they probably have in their head, a lot of artists, their lyrics are not... It's more oh, about the beat and, and it's you don't trash. Cuss? No, yeah. I, I, but I want to say, like, some shit has a message. I agree. The message is raunchy on some people and and i like that type of music but then you've got you know hip-hop artists like outcast you know yeah who, and goody exactly. mob exactly. like that that exact lyrics how do you not like miss jackson yeah i mean that's a beautiful i mean dude i'm for real it's as much of a country song as it is a rap song right 
I mean, I got five on it, dude. Yeah, I, 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 like all, like we could just go on and on. I mean, you right. know, masterpieces. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that then anybody you, should be able to listen to and go, yeah, that's good. But then you've got you know where they might have heard like Master P. Yeah, where it's just about how much money, how many hoes, how much drugs they're selling. Pass me the draw. I need some weed with my Hennessy. Hennessy. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, my soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> My no that shit was hard back in the day, but, though, right? Dude. But if your parents heard that, they're gonna go, "What is this fucking trash?" Because yeah. they don't get it. A lot of it is trash. It's still fun, but not to them. Fuck them. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to. Lion. I just want to be able to play my rap music and have and be able to look at them. And they're having a good time. So okay, we established rap was a secret side hustle for me. Now let me right. And for me, I've had many secret side yeah. hustles. What if your wife came to you, Ben, uh-huh. and said? I found a way I want to make some extra money. Yeah. Secret side hustle. Now, you know about the hustle, but no one else will know who I am. So I want yes. to create an OnlyFans that I just show my feet. Maybe me washing my feet. Maybe my feet in different shoes. Right. You can make a lot of money on OnlyFans. People Andy? are fucking, dude. Really? Fuck yeah, dude. There are know. fucking people. You didn't know? I, I mean, dude, I've heard about it, I guess. There I are know. people selling their used underwear. Come on. Swear to God. That's crazy. Foot pictures, dude. People making like five to $10,000 a month. That's nuts, dude. Probably making more than that. I mean, it depends on, it depends on how much you reveal and what, what the market is. You might have, might have to have some great you might feet. might pop that pussy for fucking a hundred grand a month. You dog. better even, you better have the most beautiful feet or the most jacked up feet in order to get that type of money. And what if your foot was like a club I mean, foot? what if they're like what? masturbating? How much can you get for that? Oh, dude. I mean, you could, I mean... You you and your wife could you could have film yourself having sex and be fucking getting paid shitloads of money. Like a camera up in the bedroom or something? Subscription? You, yeah, absolutely. But so if let's say you were needing money, like or you wanted the extra money, or your wife said, yeah. you know what? I got pretty ass feet. I know what these bitches will sell. Yeah. I'll sell them. What would you say to that? How would you feel about that? If they never saw her face. <laughs> I guess I'd be cool with it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> What if it was her used underwear? But they still didn't see her face. Sure. Okay. Yeah, get them out of here. Go running and then put them in the mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) Mail them bitches out. What do we need, a fulfillment company or what? You need a P.O. box because you don't want people getting the return address. I'm just going to get a fulfillment company. Yeah. We'll just fill up a box every two weeks. You come pick it up. That's right. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I I mean, what about you? Yeah. Where's the line on that? Is it the gateway? Is it the private parts that are the line when you can see the private part? But what if they can't see the rest of her? It's just the. That's private. what I'm saying. Like, where's the where's the line? I, I don't know. Where's like, the line for you? I I think for me, the visual private parts would be it for me. I don't. I don't so wanna, would that be boobs and? Yeah, and, I don't want anybody seeing my wife naked. Crotch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. if they didn't have a face to put the body to. No, I don't want that. Okay. I, I don't want that. So, yeah, I guess that's probably the line for me. I, I mean, I feel like we invest a lot into the sanctity of marriage, our marriage, the the loyalty and, and so forth. I mean, dude, look, everybody's got their own thing, bro. I know swingers, you know, yeah, and we know course. couples that swing. And, oh, yeah. And, dude, I got nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's not my thing. No. I mean, but, hey, yeah. if that's how you roll, that's how you roll, Brian. I'm not hating. No. I view my wife as, you know, just sacred 
She's an angel. Yeah, she's a sacred body to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, mean, you've you have committed to her for life. That's right. That's right. And and you know, I'm not. I can go sell real estate, make money. Feet pictures are good with you. If she wants, I'm fine with feet pictures. Whatever. See, I have a confession to make because I have a. She can wear sandals and you can see her feet. See here, right? Absolutely. You could have them walking through mud. I mean, you could like, <laughs> stepping in shit. I mean, like, hey, man, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> You're watching the dog shit. Today's coming. dog shit day. <laughs> what? Tomorrow, green grass. Well, what? <laughs> Tomorrow, dog shit on the green grass. I have a confession to make. You would never know it was me, but I have made the molds yeah. <laughs> for the teeny penises, for the dildos. What are you talking about? Yeah, so <laughs> with not, your penis, n- not the ones that your wife loves. It's it's the ones that your wife can handle. Yeah, exactly. it's those it's those little you ones. Made it, did you make it off of your own mold? Yes. <laughs> are you serious? No. You molded some dildos. No. I'm I'm the ones that are easily taken, <laughs> not the telephone. You know those bowls. baby dick ones that yeah. you see? Yeah, I, I, that's I, me. I, I, I make those. The, they, I have a really. If you're wondering about my Ferrari, yeah, I have a really pretty small cock. <laughs> the plate could say baby dick. Yeah, absolutely. It's, baby dick baller. The big ones hurt. This yeah. one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I made that. <laughs> Those molds are made from me. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, exactly. So yeah, that would be a, that would be a secret side hustle. That but, would be a secret side hustle. Right, Ben. You have anything else you want to say? Here, lit verse. Oh, you're gonna break it down right here. I will if you want me to. Fuck, dude. I wish I had a a, a beat to drop. Which is some bars for you. All right. I just throw some bars. Do it, Ben. You ready? All right, Let hold it go. On. Get, get in my mode here. Let it go. They bust clips at me. I know mentally the enemy does not got balls to throw a fist at me. I'm in my foxhole thinking how my sister be. My brother too. I wonder if they're missing me. Y'all think of this war too politically, but bullets fly past my head so realistically. I depend not on Bush, but M16s, see? Bam, son. That's how we end man fused. Boom.